Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Office cats laid off as companies close. Office cats were once a hot benefit in the recent startup boom. Now that offices are closing, they need a new place to go. Written by Tang Yu Chung. Published in Six Tone. Narrated by Jenny McKenzie. Zhao Tai is out of a job. Two months away from the office and locked down at an unfamiliar apartment, he's withdrawn into himself, becoming more suspicious of strangers. He spends much of the day sleeping or keeping to himself quietly. At night, he gets into bed and mules for attention. Zhao Tai is part of a growing group displaced by the contraction of China's startup economy, laid off office cats. During the venture capital fat years, many startups adopted cats as office mascots to build a warm atmosphere or for good luck. Search company cat on social network Xiaohongshu and hundreds of videos of these white collar cats pop up. One poster said their company has seven. But in recent times, a weak economy and pandemic era restrictions have decimated the startup scene. When companies shut down offices or go out of business, office cats can wind up out of a job and a home. Chinese nonfiction platform Truman Story profiled four laid-off cats in tech hubs Hangzhou, Shanghai and Beijing. Some of them were adopted by employees, while others wound up on the street. Zhao Tsai was a brash young tech cat. He applied for the job himself, walking into the office of Amelia Chun's employer on a hot summer day, lean, hungry and confident. The Shanghai-based AI company, a noted player in intelligent picture generation, frequently left its door open. One day in July last year, a skinny orange cat walked in with a swagger to get out of the heat. Chun's first impression of the cat was that he was skinny but mettlesome. Almost half of Chun's 30 colleagues owned cats, and they wanted to keep him. The company's CEO wasn't sure at first. He was worried that during nights when everyone went back home, the cat might push over computers and bite the data cable, which is the pillar of an internet company, Chun said. Cat lovers proposed that they could buy a big cage and put him inside it at night, but the CEO still felt hesitant. On a business trip with the CEO, Chun attempted to convince him. Every colleague wants to keep it. We will feel upset if you don't allow us to do it. He relented. They gave him the name Zhao Tsai, or Pursuing Wealth for Luck. Staff formed a cat collective. If an employee wanted to pet the cat, they needed to join the group and pay a 66 yuan, that's $9.86, monthly membership fee. It funded food and daily essentials, and a rainy day fund for pet hospitals and insurance. For the right to decide on important issues for the cat, like what food to feed it, members needed to do extra unpaid work, cleaning the litter box, washing the cat, or taking him to get vaccinated. After the cat settled in, our work and our mood improved, Chun told Sixtone. When staff got tired of work, they would pet the cat or cuddle it to release stress. Some nights, Zhao Tsai 
snuck out of the office before people could put him into the cage, coming back the next morning. Once, Chun went to the office early and found Zhao Tsai sitting in front of the closed glass door, meowing softly for someone to open the door and let him in. In mid-March, Chen's company started to work from home because of the Shanghai pandemic. At that time, no one knew what would happen in the next two months. An employee took Zhao Tsai home, but her husband was allergic, so the cats moved to Chen's home. She was glad she did. When the lockdown stretched out to two months, the company was essential. At night, when she got into bed, Zhao Tsai would run to her and ask to be petted. Then, he would lie on the bed, lean on Chen's leg, and find a comfortable pose to fall asleep. I would have gone crazy if I didn't have him, Chen said. Not long after that, an investor withdrew and the company was forced to shut down. The pandemic and the war in Ukraine made investors more cautious, and our company is capital intensive because R&D requires high amounts of money. Once we stop getting money, we can't survive, Chen said. Chen and her colleagues mostly had soft landings. She transferred to the defunct startup's parent company. Coming from an industry leader, other staff found jobs easily. But for Zhao Tsai, the company had been home. They began looking for an adoptive home, but Chen soon regretted it and felt she could not be separated from Zhao Tsai. Other cats were less lucky. One cat profiled by Truman Story was raised to help pitch products on live streams and abandoned when the company shut down its live commerce department after a poor performance. Guo Sete, an influencer on the Twitter-like platform Weibo, wrote that a company next to her had adopted a small white cat, named it Liao Yi, or 600 million, and then gave up on it when they moved to a new office. One of Guo's colleagues adopted the cat, he wrote. When Shanghai ended its two-month lockdown in June, Chen and her colleagues arranged to go back to the office to pat their things and say goodbye. Several asked her to bring Zhao Tsai in. Everyone wanted to see the familiar things in the office one last time. We regarded Zhao Tsai as part of this office, Chen said. But she worried that he wouldn't take it well. He was sensitive to changes of environment. Lockdown had left him taciturn and afraid of strangers. After thinking twice, I was still worried about Zhao Tsai's mental health after a long lockdown. Chen decided to keep Zhao Tsai. Most of the time, he stays at her home. But sometimes... When she feels that Zhao Tsai is happy and the weather is good, they go for a stroll, breathing some fresh air outside. <laughs>